We do have some updates. Sometimes we'll follow things. We're going to talk a little bit about Britney Spears and Fred Durst today, uh, or Robert Durst, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, the uh, the, Durst the real trial. estate guy. Yeah, the real estate guy. <laughs> the, the guy. The guy who's uh, you know already been tried once and acquitted yeah. for murder, and his wife disappeared. Now his best friend's gone. What? I mean, what a nightmare oh, of a life. Yeah. If, li- listen, listen. Innocent till proven guilty. But if that guy is truly innocent of everything, oh, terrible. I mean, he's life. got he's got to be like holy Toledo. Everybody was chasing me around, but you know, I, I think the general public looks at that and say, "Well, there's, where there's smoke, there's fire." But we don't convict people on where there's smoke, there's fire. We well, have proof beyond a reasonable doubt. Well, especially here in California, where the whole state's on fire, or all, all, the whole state's smoky, it doesn't mean the whole state's on fire. Well, it just means we're all guilty of something. Yeah, yes. right. Maybe that's true too. That 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 <laughs> could very well be the case. And that other smooth melodic voice you hear, Cal Hunter. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. I, I'm I'm glad to be back. <laughs> I got I got a week off. That was nice to take a little time off and. And go to Utah and breathe California fire smoke in Utah. <laughs> so. Was it making it all that oh, yeah. way to oh, Utah? Yeah. Yeah. You bet. Wow. Yeah. The drive wow. back and forth and then going through the Sierra Nevadas was truly eye-opening, first off, because of the damage. And then the smoke all the way up and down Highway 36 and 44 was just incredible. You can't, you can't – unless you've seen it, you, don't, you can't imagine driving through a smog that smells like a bad barbecue. But that's what it is. You, you mean barbecue smog that smells like Todd's home cooking? Bad, well, bad barbecue. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Same okay, difference. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it's like, and it and it was just the number of firefighters, the number of buildings damaged. I used to drive through Greenville, California, every Saturday when I was doing football, college football, play by play. It was on the way to Quincy, where I went to go to work. That community. It's just I – mean, there was a little grocery store to stop by and get some cozy shack pudding. It's leveled. There's, it's, it's just gone completely. It's surprising to you the amount of damage that can occur. And, and the thing is, and we'll probably see this at some point in time in the future on Radio Law Talk, is when devastation like that happens, first there's a, there's a coming together of trying to you know, just help the community. But sadly – well, sadly and not sad, look, people need to get back on their feet and get back to you know, get going – and you see an influx of lawsuits. Very much. Everybody looking to say, okay, the fire came in, but what could have been done to pre- – we couldn't prevent the fire maybe if it was a lightning strike or something. But what could be done to prevent the damage and what didn't happen? And then that's where the lawsuits happen. The lawyers get involved. The those- ads are starting already. Uh, I mean, oh, a lot wow. of people coming in and knocking – you know, trying to get some business out of this, I guess you could say. But there's also another backstory that many people around the rest of the nation may not be aware of, and I don't know if you knew this, Garrett, but there is a former professor who taught criminology and deviant behavior hmm. who has been arrested on suspicion of arson. We don't know that he's related specifically to this fire, but for setting several fires in the same area. Wow. So he's in jail in Sacramento awaiting a trial. But a guy who taught a course ironically on deviant behavior is suspected of and apparently has admitted to setting some arson fires. Well, he may, probably thought he can get away from it, knowing all the all the other stories that people getting caught probably thought he can get away with it. I, I know all the tricks. <laughs> I know what they look for, right? Yeah. So. I, I, I mean, if I if I was the defense attorney in a case like that, couldn't you see the creative defense? Uh, look, it was a research project on a rye. You know, this happens all the they, they were researching viruses over in Wuhan. Look what Wuhan. happened. You know. Oh, my gosh. So and it's, it was a stunning development when I read that. I said, you've got to be kidding me. This guy was up in Mount Shasta where two fires started, and then he's over 
in Lassen County over by Susanville where another fire started. And this fire is burning in Lassen County. So I, I, I just don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know if this is going to be a PG&E or a lightning or a bad guy. Yeah. We, we just don't know. So. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think I, early on I knew I wanted to be a lawyer. When uh, I remember as a kid, remember when you're watching TV as a kid and the Forest Service would do that and get Smokey the Bear come out? Yep. And then Smokey the Bear, what was the tagline? Only you can prevent forest fires. Only you. Yeah. yeah. Right, 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 and, right. and as a kid, I remember looking at that thinking, wait a second. How many how many fires are started by lightning strikes? Yeah. How am I going to prevent that? I, I take issue with that statement. Yeah. I was like nine. <laughs> Mentioned that to my mom. And mom was like, well, okay, we know what you're going to do for a uh, living. Yeah. <laughs> Warning label is not correct. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Advertising Executive, I object. <laughs> yeah. How did, how did that happen? Well, we got a lot on the uh, we got a lot on the table today to talk about. We're going to talk about Scarlett Johansson. Boy, she's in the thick of it with Disney, isn't she? Over wow. the release of her uh, latest film, Black Widow, and the Disney CEO is now fired back, and that's a war of words. And I keep thinking, look, she's still under contract to do future movies for Marvel under the Marvel franchise. That's going to be that's going to be a fun working environment. This case is going to change the movie industry like it's never been changed before. I think, based on what the Disney guy's saying, the the line he's drawing in the sand or the line she's drawing in the stand, things are just going to be different. Now. Especially if what he says is true, it's like I don't think that's necessarily a defense. We got Tiger Woods. Uh, Britney Spears update. Guess what? She may get what she wants after all because her father accommodated. We'll talk about that. We've also got Kelly Clarkson legal update. You know, um, oh, the Monsanto $86 million award in the, was that the Roundup case? Yep, the Roundup, uh, the yep, Monsanto yep, case. Yep. And there's an update out of the courts for that. The U.S. Supreme Court denies an emergency appeal to stop a. Uh, a college. Well, stop a college from doing something, and it's questionable whether or not they even needed to file a lawsuit to get that, given the language of what the college proposed to do. A ton of stuff coming up. And don't forget, we also have case or no case. Cal, without giving us the case, oh. do you have a tease as to what it might be about? I think I may. Uh, let me get let me get to it because I had it all up here. But yeah, 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 there it is. Okay. If you're going to give it in teasing, you got to really do it like It hey. comes from the movies. It comes from the movies. Yes. Okay. Keep it on the movie trend then. Well, wait, what was – uh, wasn't there an old horror film that starts out with It yes. Comes From? Exactly. Okay, yeah. that's going to be that's going to be interesting. So you're listening to Radio Law Talk. Look, we've got three hours. I want to thank all of the folks that we uh, – that carry us on the radio stations. If you don't get all three hours, you can certainly switch over to radiolawtalk.com. And hook up with us there and listen to the live feed. You can also pick up the podcast. So each one of these episodes is broken down. Each hour is a separate podcast for the same day. You can go to radiolawtalk.com, find the podcast. They're searchable. So you can type in something. If there's a topic that we've covered over the last four years that you really want to address, you can catch those on there. So heading up on our uh, first break here, when we get back... It's going to be Cal Hunter and Case or No Case. Don't go away. And we're bumping out with the late and great Eddie Arnold and the classic kid song, Smokey the Bear. We'll be right back. Hold on. Smokey the Bear, Smokey the Bear. The commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. 
Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him, like, a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800 493 That's 800-493-6112. 
Carlotta. I like that show. That is Armadillo. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. All right, Cal. So, Case or No Case is upon us, and you gave us a hint. It ha- it came from the movie industry, was the teaser, right? It, yes. In a world. <laughs> where he was just one yeah. man. In a world where a man has to do a case, that comes, case or no case that comes from the movies. All right, here we go. Now here it's go. time here to play here we go. Case here we go. or No Case. Yeah. It's giving me itchy. Marlene says she just didn't get it. One day she was an ordinary soul, a schoolgirl, dancing and singing in front of her mirror. Next, she was a huge music star, shooting big music videos, public appearances, of course, a lot of dancing. And she saw a lot of people on set who had bad grooming. She was willing to vouch for the bad grooming of a particularly well-known actor, Russ. He never showered. And smell? Marlene went to the actor and said, I know you're very famous and you bring something unique to the shoot, but dude, go shower or go home. Russ stormed out and quit and then decided he wanted a payday anyway, even though he was hardly needed uh, in the shoot after he stormed out. And by the way, even though he hardly needed the dough, said Russ, this is a matter of principle. And so he went to his powerhouse lawyers and said, can I sue for wages that are due me uh, for the entirety of the shoot? Do I have a case or no case? And since nobody's here, it's just ta- – I mean, I don't mean nobody didn't mean metaphorically since Denise and uh, – Story and- of my life, Cal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Since Denise, Denise and Fred are not here, this is a double point Saturday. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> a double point Saturday. All right. Saturday. So, Garrett, since you're the guest, Garrett Penny, you may go first on case or no case. What well, say you? Well, you started talking about uh, the person complaining. I thought she was going to make a public nuisance claim saying that he smelled so bad it's affecting everyone. But I guess that's not the case. No. Um, I'm going to say – Before Garrett, I'll ask a question that may affect your answer. Do we know when this took place? Uh, Two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. Yeah. All All I needed to know. Well, it's – I guess we'll talk a little bit more about this in the Scarlett Johansson case. But I think uh, no case. I'm going to say no case. What? Yeah, I think it, I think it could be a case, but I think in this instance, due to the time frame, I say no case. That's fair enough, um, Mr. Cunin. What do you think about this? The matter of a big name star saying, "I don't care if you think I literally stink. You got a contract with me, and I showed up, and I want pay." And so the question I have for you, just to clarify, when the person went over to him and said, "Yeah, you're, you're like, um, hey, Mr. Hygiene Optional, you stink," right? Did did the did that actor Russ? Did he leave the set of his own accord in in a huff, or did he stick around? Was he kicked off the set, or did he leave on his own accord? I'm pretty sure he left in a Maserati. He left in a Maserati, <laughs> as opposed to a huff. <laughs> but yeah, he he looked he looked at her and growled and said, "Well, if I'm not wanted, then fine. Then fine, yeah, I'm yeah, out of yeah, here." Right. Because I I know that there there have been some. I think it's been rumored that uh, there are some big name actors that don't feel that. Uh, let's see, don't feel that showering regularly applies to them. Right? Maybe, maybe they believe their star is on such a rise that they that they you know if they do release a body odor, well then people should pay them for the experience. It's part of their, <laughs> part of their uniqueness, right? Um, look. 
You know, I, I think that this is a true incident. I think this actually happened. And what the heck? I'll go out on a limb just to be just – well, wait a second. Cal, you get points if you stump both of us, right? Right, but I also will give each of you an extra point if you can tell me who Marlene is. Who Marlene is. Yes. Oh, okay. So now you're saying that there is a case. If I, I got to identify I who it is. I did not say that. I said if you can tell <laughs> me who it's, Marlene is. It could be a true scenario is. but yeah. didn't result in a case. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, uh, so listen, I'll stick with uh, – I'm going to say it's not a case. I'm going to go with Garrett. I'll say it's not a case. It didn't ever materialize to a full-blown lawsuit. I think he went to his lawyers. I think that maybe some barbs in the press might have thrown back and forth. But nobody ever put pen to paper to file something in any tribunal. Okay. Okay. So and, do you want to tell me who Russ is? So I, I'm going to guess that Russ is Brad Pitt. Okay, good. Uh, I'll throw out a name. It's a pure guess. I'll say Johnny Depp. And those were the two actors I was thinking of. <laughs> Russ is Russell Crowe. Oh. And, okay. And Marlene is Cardi B. Cardi B. Oh, really? Oh. Cardi B. Uh, by the way. What movie were they in together? They weren't. It was a scenario. No case. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> so we get, we get the points for guessing no case. Yeah. But. yeah. Two points each. In fact, wow. so Garrett, record the points. Make sure that these go to Denise because she'll be back, oh. I think, next week. So, Oh, Garrett's, that, Garrett's points go to Denise and not Fred? Huh? Garrett? I, he's just going to record the points and oh, make okay. sure that Denise gets the information. Oh, she gets the information. I thought you yeah. said I, the points go to Denise. No, no, no. Oh, no. okay. All right. All right. So, look, we've got a, we've got a couple minutes. I really don't want to get into – we're going to talk about Scarlett Johansson and Tiger Woods, but – uh, we wouldn't be able to get to too much of those starting out. We can do something really quickly. We've been covering Britney Spears. Oh, right? go ahead. Yeah. So yeah. Britney Spears, oops, I did it again, mm, I, 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 whatever. <laughs> this is why I don't sing. So she had filed She filed for a request to have the judge remove her father as the conservator of her conservatorship. You know, And, and you'd have to be living under a rock to not know. Everything has been going on there with Britney and the free Britney crowd. And good heavens, she needs our help, you know. Um, I, I guess the tone of voice <laughs> yeah. sort of indicates my opinion of this. But remember, if you win a case like this, you have to run around with no shirt and drive a new Mercedes. Which, listen, listen. <laughs> Both of which you apparently did. Which, which apparently have to be witnessed and posted on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she is so oppressed. Like, I can't go to Hawaii and ride in a... Riding a show, riding a car with my boyfriend. Oh, but the, the, the yeah. quick one here is that even though the judge denied it, her father has agreed to step down as the conservator. I, I'm not going to be any place I'm not wanted apparently prevails, and that is the Britney Spears update. $15,000 a month he took for his own salary to run the household. Well, you know, with Britney, that might be worth every penny. I would think yeah. so. I mean, that's... Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I mean, but it I, seems, to seems jump on his side, I mean, if he truly... I'm going to jump on his side. If he truly did love her, then this is what he would do. And Yeah, good for him. Yeah. We're at the bottom of the hour. A little longer break here. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Scarlett Johansson. I love doing that. <laughs> or at least thinking about her. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here on your favorite radio station and streaming live at radiolawtalk.com. Now this. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. 
Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. This is no fun. Just true. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. All right. So bottom of the first hour here on Radio Law Talk. We just finished up talking about Britney Spears, and I knew we weren't going to talk anymore, but it occurred to me when we were on the break, you know, that, that her dad stepping down as the conservator is <laughs> – this is bad. But you know how sometimes a kid enters a competition and I want to win first prize. The first prize is a pony or whatever it is. First prize is, is this great thing. And they don't win and they're upset and the dad goes down and buys them the first prize anyway. <laughs> oh, I still got it because daddy loved me. I wanted an iPhone and I didn't win it. So dad got it for me anyway. And so here you've got the Britney Spears case. She files the with the judge to have her dad removed as conservator. The judge denies the motion. So dad gives it to her anyway. <laughs> I'm going to step down, pumpkin. You know? <laughs> I mean at this time. That's right, dad. I mean it. I'm not going to release another song and be popular or anything like that until you give me what I want, and then you can have your $15,000 a month allowance back, Dad. <laughs> well, she was so many people's meal ticket. You know, this kind of reminds me in an odd way of the Michael Jackson scenario, no yeah. death involved, but everybody just gathers around that meal ticket, and they all want their little cut, don't they? They do, and this is something we see a lot. When, when somebody makes it big, I saw, uh, when was it, uh, like two years ago, this this kid drafted out of college to the NFL, made it in, and gets a bill from his mom she, <laughs> demanding like $150,000 for the right, cost yeah. incurred to raise him to the age of 18. Wow. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? 
Yeah. Well, if he didn't have the money, would that bill st- still come through? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I don't you know? think so. What am I, I, I would say, well, it's, it's deferred compensation, Mom, because when you change my diapers growing up and when you get to the age where your diapers need to be changed, I know you're going to be calling on yeah. me. But if you get a letter from your mother that says, this is an attempt to collect the debt, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good thing. So, so what I would say is, look, you get drafted at age 22, right? That's about when college finishes up. Sure. And you're getting the bill for the costs incurred from birth to age 18. So my thought was, okay, you waited till I was 22. That's four years. I'm pretty certain the statute of limitations on debt collection is four years. Maybe she sent them monthly statements all along. Well, and and here's the here's the interesting <laughs> thing about debt collection. You know, you get those bills, right? Right. Let's say you got a bill that's over four years old. Statute of limitations is run on that in in check your own state, but I believe here in California, statute of limitations runs after four years. So what could possibly reset the statute of limitations, though? If you uh, uh, make if you make a payment, oh, or accumulating new debt, right on the same from the same on, debtor on this on from the same debtor, but it's right. a credit card you're not using anymore. It's canceled. It comes in, but if if you know you get these things in mail saying, hey, you know, we we can set up a plan. We'll, tell you, we'll agree to reduce the debt. You owe four thousand. We'll settle this for two, and you can go ahead and make payments. Well. If, <laughs> You just reset the statute of limitations. Yeah, Mom, here's five bucks. Right. <laughs> you took me to dinner and reset the statute yeah. of limitations on it, you little snot. Oh, great. Whatever. So, uh, yeah, that was the Britney Spears case. But, you know, listen, listen. If I had to choose between us, Britney Spears or Scarlett Johansson as a celebrity to follow, I'm sorry. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> Scar- <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Good heavens. Talk about somebody whose star was on the rise, is on the rise, has continued to rise. What's the first movie you can remember seeing Scarlett Johansson in? Cal? I just can remember her, honestly. I'm one of those guys. I forget the film, but I never forget a, a face. I just never. I mean, her I remember. I couldn't tell you what movies she's even been in, honestly. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I just got a text, okay? Somebody listening yeah. to the show sent yeah. me a message and said, because uh, I do baseball play-by-play, yeah. and I've been doing play-by-play for baseball games the last week in this tournament going on. <laughs> the person says, you just started the Britney Spears segment like you were calling a ball game. <laughs> it's the bottom of the ninth. Britney Spears' father comes up to the plate. Fastball, swing, oh! and a miss. Oh, and it's going, going, and it's a long foul ball. He's going to wish he hit that one harder. Yeah, right. Uh, you're going to weigh in on this, Garrett? First first Scar Joe movie? You yeah, can... I, I was trying to think, and, I, you know, I, I guess I'm a quote-unquote young buck, but uh, I just remember the Avengers movies. That's kinda, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I know yeah, she's yeah, in yeah. Ben and Moore before that. I just can't recall off the top of my head. Well, I'll give you a hint. So in the Avengers movies, okay, Robert Redford has an appearance, and he turns out – look, if you haven't seen it now, I don't care if this is a spoiler alert. Yeah, it's He bad. turns out to be a bad guy. Right. Robert Redford, a bad guy. How can it be? And there are scenes with Scarlett Johansson and Robert Redford. But this is not the first movie they have been in together. And the uh, first movie that I saw, The Horse Whisperer. Oh, yeah, that, that wasn't one. a movie. Come on. That was the horse whisperer. He was, you know, he was taming horses by whispering sweet nothings in their <laughs> ear or whatever. And uh, Scarlett Johansson was the teen who in the movie she lost her leg and the, the 
horse had to be rehabilitated. And so they go to the ranch in Montana and Redford rehabilitates Scarlet and the horse so that she can ride the horse. What, a, but did a river run through it? I, I don't know if a river <laughs> ran through it, but there were, a, there were a couple of guys running away. They ended up found in Bolivia, Butch and Sundance. Yeah, jumped off a cliff, they the whole did, thing. They did, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're just, fun. Garrett's over here. What are you guys yeah, talking I am about? completely lost. <laughs> we're going down memory lane wait, with wait, Robert wait, Redford was, movies. Did somebody get stung in that? Was there a sting? Oh, stop. No. <laughs> oh, just man. stop. <laughs> Although I will say that when Redford rode in on the horse, yeah. he had all of these lights and then he later steals the horse to protect it, and Jane Fonda tracked him down. Well, it was pale. Because he was an electric cowboy. He wasn't looking that good. He was pale. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. So here we go. Scarlett Johansson. So the uh, her latest movie, Black Widow, an Avengers movie. And I don't know. Is this like a backstory movie for her? Yeah, she, I think how, so. How she became a Black Widow. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. she, she was uh, you know married with children, and then it's a Black Widow, whatever. <laughs> um, anyway. So the movie comes out, and it premieres July 4th weekend. I think it actually came out on the 8th of July, which was the Thursday following the 4th. And uh, Disney made the decision to go ahead and release the film in theaters, but they also released it on their Disney Plus streaming service. Now, Scarlett Johansson's contract with Disney was for a base salary. I think it was like $20 million, but then she got money off the how the movie performed in the box office and was guaranteed in her contract, was it three months of exclusivity in the box office? So she's looking at making a lot. And just to give you an idea here, um, the movie, even though released in the pandemic and with the competition from Disney Plus, right. still grossed $218 million worldwide its first week. Wow. How big was her back end, do we know? Weekend. Not week. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I mean, yeah, well, much, you know. <laughs> how much was she supposed to get on the back end of that? I'm sorry, Cal, my mind went. I know. Yes, so, <laughs> Understandable. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how much she was supposed to get. I know this. That I think that she's got a claim here in terms of damages because because it's all about me and what I think, right? Because listen, they released it on the Disney Plus streaming service, and that did it did eighty million its first week in domestic box office sales. It did sixty million on the Disney Plus streaming wow. service. So does she not get any Disney Plus back end? Well, well, that's the argument, right? Well, that's what exactly. the, the CEO is saying. It's it, that's included in like the gross uh, income for the studios, and that's included in her salary. So that's she receives part of that. And Disney says, "I don't think so." Well, no, Disney CEO made the claim that well, the Disney the amount the studio makes on the Disney Plus streaming service that is quote factored in to the amount paid to – factored into domestic box office sales, and, and that's where Scarlett Johansson gets her money. But I don't know to what extent it's factored. Well, in. it says the studio share. Yes. I don't know what the studio share means. I mean – Exactly. They're not, they're, not, they're not given details in terms of money. But here's the other thing. Wow. So, so this is the way that it worked with Disney+. Plus. You had to sign up for the service. That's like 8 bucks, 9 bucks a month. And then after you sign up for the service, you now have the privilege to rent – the movie for twenty nine ninety nine. Then have a viewing party with fifteen people. Exactly, because where things really dropped off for Black Widow and not with the other Avengers movies was in the gross box office receipts the week following when people yep. are going back. They're not going back. You know, they're spending thirty bucks 
and they rent the movie and everybody watches it again. So the question is that you know that's where things really died off and how much did that really affect Scarlett Johansson? And uh, yeah, we got a break coming up here in just a little bit. We come back. Cal, you mentioned something when we were going to break earlier. And that Uh-oh. is this yeah. is going to affect how actors are compensated going forward. I don't know how it could help it. I don't know how it could help but doing that. Because the contract simply just did not take this into consideration, it appears. Right. Especially when the studio has the flexibility at the last minute to change their marketing stance and put it on Disney+. Plus. And if you're the actor that signed on a year ago... You don't have much of a say. And it's a big gorilla like Disney, and they can throw their weight around. And believe me, I'm sure they're not opposed to doing that. Absolutely. Obviously. Yeah. So we'll be back after uh, this uh, third whatever break we're going up on. We'll follow up with Scarlett Johansson, maybe talk a little bit about Tiger Woods. All right, stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming up right here on many of your favorite radio stations and, of course, on RadioLawTalk.com. Don't forget, we're live every Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations for which we are grateful. We'll be right back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. I like the Amadrosa Valley. Oh, that's stone. Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. We were talking about Scarlett Johansson and this lawsuit she's got against Disney and and we're getting the part now where look, this is going to shape how contracts are negotiated and interpreted, and the, it's going to shape the relationship. I'm waiting. I, I, notably, notably silent in all of this has been the Screen Actors Guild. I mean, look, Scarlett Johansson is a Screen Actors Guild member. The Screen Actors Guild is a union. Their primary responsibility is to act on behalf of and in favor of actors. It was created to help actors collectively bargain for wages against the big movie studios, right? And so here you've got Scarlett Johansson here taking on the movie studios on her own. The Screen Actors Guild has been relatively silent. I haven't seen headlines from SAG about what they're doing to help out, where they're moving forward. I think they're waiting to see how this one shakes out maybe because this is the first really, really big one. You would think they would be all over this and just out there, you know, shaking their fist. But for some reason, like you say, I haven't seen anything on that. Well, but, and the thing that you have to keep in mind also is that the Screen Actors Guild, you know, the president of the Screen Actors Guild is usually still a working actor. And they have to have their relationship still with the movie studio. So right. a lot of stuff is going on. Now, look, SAG has done a lot for actors. We, we think about well, why does a big person like – Joe Hansen and Brad Pitt and Russell Crowe and all the – why do they need a union to do this? Look, the real benefit of the Screen Actors Guild is for the lower players, you know, the, the person that you – that needs representation in terms of contract negotiation who is like uh, – Maybe in two scenes in a film, but still deserves to be paid. There's a lot more going on in terms of paid actors on a movie set than just the top billed actors, right? Right. And so they need their representation. And SAG has done a good job of normalizing what those wages should be so that they get paid appropriately. But have yet to see them weigh in on this. 
But the contract that was signed probably two years ago for this film, maybe three years ago for this film, I certainly didn't seem to take into consideration what was going on. Certainly, I mean, when this contract was signed, there was Disney Plus, I believe. It's, it's a relatively new streaming service. But it wasn't until recently that they started this. You not only can watch the older catalog from Disney on Disney Plus, but now you can potentially watch first-run movies in the theaters. I don't think that was going on at Disney Plus when this contract no, was No, I think signed. that's just a COVID thing. So they couldn't put it in the movie theater, so this is the only way they could release it. Well, that's their excuse. And my thinking is, what could Disney have done? Don't you think they should have knocked on her door and said, Scarlett, can we talk for a minute? Well, Things have changed. Can you get your people in the same room with our people and let's renegotiate our deal? Don't you think that would have been a smart thing to do? I, I think that it, that would have been a smart thing to do, and I'm not certain that that didn't happen. However, when you're negotiating with Disney, I could – and this is all speculation. Right. But I could certainly see it being, well, we're technically asking you, but we're really just telling you this is what we're, we're going to do. We're informing you, you know? at this point. And, yeah, and yeah. It's, like, it's like trying to negotiate – it's like a swimmer in the ocean trying to negotiate with a great white shark. Hmm. The shark's like – yeah, okay, so turn around if you don't want to see me bite you. Yeah, pretty, pretty sure I got you. Do you hear that movie in the back, that music yeah. in the background? Do you hear background? the cello in the da, background da, 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 that I'm da. using with copyright protection? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, that's what's going on. But what, what's going to happen going forward? Anytime you watch a movie, I don't know, a lot of people don't know this, but anytime you watch a movie and they're rolling the credits and you see the director and you see the, the actors in it, and then you see this word executive producer. And underneath that, oftentimes you'll see the names of some of the actors that are as executive producers of the film. The executive producer, that's just money. These are folks that put up their own money to produce the film. Okay, And when you have people putting up money and sometimes the movie studios go to banks to get money and the movie studio gets money, anybody who's putting up money wants to have – a positive return on their investment. If I'm putting up a million, I better get at least a million back, but I'd really like to get two or three million. Sure. Right? Who wouldn't? And when that happens, now you have those folks starting to suggest to the director and the creative guys in the film or gals, hey, it needs to have this in it because, because that's going to increase the views of this film. It's going to increase our bottom line. That's why significant – I was telling Garrett about this at the break – that's why George Lucas, after the success of Star Wars, that enabled him to essentially bankroll his own films. He didn't have to capitulate to anyone when he wanted to make a film. Now, the downside is that also got us Phantom Menace. But whatever, I digress. Okay. But, uh, but, and Willow. Oh, great one there. But you know, that, is, that is what's going on in the industry. And I think that the more that the industry relies on actors to put up money to make films, if this is the treatment they're going to get, like from Disney, I think you're going to see more actors saying, well, I'm either not going to put up my own money for this or I'm going to start investing a little bit more in these indie films. If you're going to run it online, I'll invest in an indie film and they go contract with Netflix and it can go play there. Or I will form my own production company, which, by the way, is the genesis of United Artists, a bunch of artists who said every big studio over here is ripping us off. Let's go make our own company. And, and the artists are like, what, what are we going to call this? Well, we're all united. And we're artists. <laughs> hey, we're artists. Creatives. Wow. I like that. You know, they, they create United <laughs> Artists, and then they're a big movie studio looking to maximize profits. <laughs> it's Cyclical, the cycle. isn't it? <laughs> 
But that's what's going on with Scarlett Johansson. We'll follow it to see how this shakes out. My guess is at some point in time, somebody's going to sit back and say, you know, we make a ton of money off of Scarlett Johansson. We really do. You look at the – in the pandemic – okay, let, let's, put, let's put aside the argument here. In the pandemic, when even though they released it on 9,000 screens in the United States, right, they still worldwide in the first week made $218 million. They wouldn't have made that if they'd had the understudy to Scarlett Johansson in the role of Black Widow. Well, they grossed it. They didn't net it, right? Well, we're talking box office yeah, receipts, okay, right? Yeah, receipts. So box office. And, and look, that number goes down in terms of gross numbers. You know the net numbers are going to go down. So right. that's what they grossed in the box office because Scarlett Johansson, let's face it, puts butts in seats. And that's why. And, and Disney, I think at some point in time, can go back and look at the Scarlett Johansson catalog of movies and start adding up the entire gross box office receipts for her entire career and look at that and go, well, this is approaching like three, four billion dollars. Right. And uh, hmm, maybe we ought not to get on her bad side for an extra 20 million. And that's when the executive hits the little buzzer on his desk and says, Cindy, can you bring me the Johansson file, please? Yes. <laughs> Let's look at the spreadsheet on what she's doing for us. And then Cindy wheels it in right. exactly. in boxes. Exactly. <laughs> I think this is going to be resolved pretty easily. They're just going to contract around it. Just make sure they include the streaming services in the future or you know, any, any gross, all gross receipts, no matter where you get them from. I get a percentage of that. And You're right. It simple. can be resolved easily going forward. Yeah. But going backward, I don't know if that Disney executive, he didn't sound very acquiescing to me, the sound bites that I read anyway. And, and I think the hard part for Disney is, well, if it was just Scarlett Johansson, maybe we could acquiesce. But you know somebody there is going, you open the door. If we settle with her, we're going to open the door. And how many actors are going to have claims because of this uh, – this isn't the only movie they're re they're releasing on their streaming service. That's right? a good point. Yeah. And so they're going to have to deal with that and find out some way um, to go ahead and take care of this. They've sort of opened a can of worms, but hopefully they'll get it worked out. I like going to movies. I'd like to be in one someday. Look, and, and they're still making money. I just looked it up. The, the movie cost two hundred million to make. And then it said currently they're at $319 million globally. They've made $119 million off this. But, Garrett, how are they going to feed their kids on only I, $119 poor them, million? I know. Between them and uh, Kelly Clarkson, next husband, I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to struggle. How do they get by? Good heavens. You know, I'm worried. <laughs> worried you know, about those people. I'm sorry, kids. I only made $119 million. you got to choose. We can either get Netflix or Hulu, but not both. Yep. <laughs> So we're through one hour. Fred, Cal's running quick takes. He's like, it feels like it's been three hours already. <laughs> and not so quick. Yeah. So we'll play some generic music instead. Second hour of Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here. We invite you to stay tuned. And, of course, after that, hour number three, Todd. Is that how it works? <laughs> I think so. You know, I remember in high school sitting in algebra going, when am I ever going to use this math stuff in real life? Oh, man. Ah, it's coming back to haunt me. <laughs> I had that discussion with my grandchild <laughs> just the other day. I don't need to do this. I'm never going to use it. Well, if you keep talking like that, you're right. You're never going <laughs> And then you wake up and go... How come I don't have any money? But they also told me I never have a calculator in my pocket growing up. Yeah, Touche. That's the answer right there. All right. We'll be right back. Second hour radio law talk coming up. Don't go away.
You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. and censorship continue at their current pace, there will be nothing left of the truth. The Epic Times was founded to keep truth alive. We ask the questions we think you'd ask. We check facts without regard to any political agenda. No one tells us what to cover or how to cover it. We have a special trial subscription offer right now. One month of the Epic Times and total access to our amazing online content for just $1. You'll find it at trustednewspaper.com. One month, $1. Trustednewspaper.com. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com.